boy talk. What about it? What do you think about boy talk? I'm what, like, what, describe um, to me what your definition of that is. When boys talk about um, stuff that might be a bit locker room banter. So like every time they open their mouth? No. Hmm. There's female sexism as well against males. Oh, okay. So this is your platform now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's time, so, it's time I, everyone's taken their stand and mm. I've decided I'm going to take my stand. Okay. What happened to you? I, What's your sob story? I, I'm angry because I don't have one. You're angry because you, you're, you're actually, no one can see this, but you're, you're sort of crinkling your knuckles like, you, you know, like you're, like you're working on being a school shooter. Yeah, mm, maybe that could be my angle. You're catching me on a good day. That's I've had two Valium. I'm cool as a cute. I'm better than I've been in months right now. So, if if you want anger, if you want banter, you're looking at the wrong lady. All right, but levels of Karen real low right now. Yeah, you seem smooth. I feel smooth. I mean, everything is on fire, but I feel totally fine about it in this moment. Oh, you've been on social media too, too much. Have I? Yeah. Isn't everyone? I'm on it too much. It's upsetting me at the moment. That's I would why like so much for it to not exist, but here we are. That's why I'm angry because I don't have any any grievances. You're angry because you're a white man with nothing to complain about. You see, that's where the first problem is. Mm, I find yeah, that, let's, I find let's that offensive. That's, that's, Shock that's, me. That's the first attack I've been feeling on social media that I don't have a voice. And if I do, it's shut up, whitey man straight and I'm like mm. I mean straight is debatable yeah I'm, yeah I'm not straight let's call that root there that's my angle except what except, is this podcast except gonna be about except that I hate bisexuals what Remember, is this podcast gonna be about it's gonna be about the flow of conversation is that what this is this uh, what this feels like is something far different to me yeah yeah, we've started this conversation. You you do this. We you start this conversation, and then you go some like totally absurd angle that is nothing like how you actually are. And then I'm supposed to listen to this like I believe any of the horseshit you're saying. And to, then the mic goes off, and then I go, "What the fuck was that?" I was about to swing around again and come full circle and get back mm-hmm. to the original opening topic, which was boy talk. Mm-hmm. What about it? Is it acceptable in 2020? I mean, what do you think? Is this really something we're discussing? Why do you want to talk about this? Because I'm hearing a lot of boy talk at work, and I don't know if I meant to call it out. Oh, yes. I remember your song from earlier. Boy talk, you gotta call it out. Uh Uh-huh. Boy talk, you gotta call it out. When a boy's talking about some milky titties, you gotta say, no, respect her opinion. Boy talk, you gotta call it out. Boy talk, no looking at girls' bums. Especially with my boss. My boss is a sexual harasser. And I just laugh along. I don't call him out. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to have the awkward conversation. I guess, well, you know, theoretically speaking, then I guess you're a part of the problem, aren't you? I am. Between social media and me not calling stuff out at work, I feel like a real white devil. I don't know what to tell you, man. I should have a volume. That's what you should tell me. No, you don't get to have them. Yeah, that's a strange thing about uh, you and your values. You don't want to share them. I don't share them, and I'm going to explain to you why. If you if if it wasn't apparent from the last podcast we did, or just like any of the just general vibe 
of the last several months. I'll, I'll make this very clear. I don't drink alcohol. So while I'm watching everyone drink their troubles away during this, you know, totally unexpected implosion of everyone's life, I don't have that outlet. So the fact that I've now, after three months, located some Valium so I could calm my frazzled nerves based on the, the everything that's gone on. Do you think I want to fucking share? I don't care how much I love you, all right? They're, I want them all in my body. If I had it my way, I'd have them all in my body right now, but I'm trying to like maintain just a level of normalcy to some degree. So I've just got two in there, and I'm already halfway done. They're almost gone. So you shut up. <laughs> These are mine. I feel like I'm going to be the one locating more. Yeah, well, you're, you're the husband. You're the man. You know, do, do your part. Maybe you know, you're looking at milky titties at work. You might as well get your wife some fucking Valium so she can deal with it, huh? Looking at them just to fit in. That's my problem. Your sex is to fit in. Yeah. Or else, um, I actually find it very uncomfortable. Everyone's talk. they all talk about fucking on the building site. I know. It's really, it's really basic, isn't it? It is if it's funny, it's great. But when it's like not, because it's it, and it's not funny because I, I care about women's feelings. I don't give a shit about that. These women are across the street. They don't hear shit. They don't see shit, or else they're women in stories. I don't care about these stupid women. But I just don't want to talk about. They're like, yeah, it's so sexy. I want to. I was like, yeah, it's like fucking. Do I start masturbating in front of him or I something mean, it's to a prove gay. that I'm? It is gay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say a couple things about it's this. It's funny. It's funny if. We have banter and we're like over the top fucking being, you know, mm-hmm. creatures on purpose because mm-hmm. they're make, making each other laugh. So just a regular day. Yeah, but no, they're being more like as in, we both appreciate we want to fuck that chick. And I'm like, yeah, let's fucking chop her up and burn down her house, you know, something funny like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But theirs is more on the primal level that they... I am very into that woman's anatomy. You know, that's what they're saying, but in more crude talk. I don't remember if we've talked about this, but did we ever talk about the idea of like like a bachelor party? Have we talked about this on here? No. Are you sure? I don't think so. Just the idea, like, you have this bachelor party, right? Mm. And like, there's the guys, and then there's the guy who's going to get married, and they're like, you know, surprise, we got you a stripper. And then all these dudes stand around this one dude while he gets a lap dance and there's t- and they all watch they're drinking beers they're like hell yeah man and i'm like i don't understand what what the fun is in all that that's all i mean it's like you're just watching one dude get like fucking high school grinded by some weird lady while drinking beers and the music's way too loud and everybody's like, hooray! And that, I'm like, that's a weird experience for me. Even a woman on the other end, if it was like a group of ladies and a male stripper, I'm like, I don't want to watch this. I don't even, I don't want to be involved in this. This is kind of weird. I try, I think I've, I've been at one of those situations. I feel, I, wait, let me trace my memory. I either feel like I have been or else I've seen so many of them on TV. I know the one, there's one chick stripping and a guy's like sitting down in a chair yeah. and then there's like 12 dudes around. And they're just standing around and like it's so, football night or some yeah, shit yeah. and they're like, hell yeah. I don't think I've been yeah. that one unless there's a black girl, but I've definitely seen them on TV. Yeah, it seems kind of sad all around. Seems sad all around, but so that's the, that's one thing I wanted to mention. Do you think, do you think that a lot of those uh, husbands fucked a stripper? Fuck if I know. I mean, the whole thing is very... I guess it's like maybe just because our situation was so much different than everybody else's. You know, I guess people do have this sense of like 
saying goodbye to a former life. Like, this is my last fucking hurrah or whatever. I mean, I don't know. I guess when I decided to marry you, I was sort of like, eh, you know, I fucked most of the losers in the New York tri-state area. I, I feel pretty, like, adding another one to that roster doesn't really make me feel one way or the other. Yeah, get an international one. I did. I married one. Oh my god, you got duped, you're an idiot. <laughs> well, I have student loan debt, so who's the idiot now? Oh, I'm gonna fucking, uh, well, I'm living a double life. Like that show yeah, we just we've watched. been talking a lot about that I recently. wouldn't be able to juggle it, would I? I don't know, life. according to that Armenian bitch, you were, you were juggling a double life. We keep referencing that, but we've never told that story. We'll get around to it. Yeah. That's a doozy. That's a bit of a doozy, all right. I don't even feel, well, you know, without going into it, I do not even feel sort of bad about for that person anymore. Now I feel like, like, I guess I just, without without going into it, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, you're in a situation where someone that you don't know is blatantly attacking you. Not you, me. Me being the person being attacked. Although I'm not, I'm involved peripherally. And then you don't attack back. You allow that person to just you know, cast all their blows because you decide to be the bigger person. And I, I got to tell you, deciding to be the bigger person never feels fucking good because months later I'm sitting here thinking, I wish I would have told you a thing or two about the, a thing or two about the way you were fucking acting. But instead I just have to like take spoonfuls of that shit at the time. Just be like, mmm, this shit tastes so delicious. Can you please email me some more shit for me to eat? And like now I'm sitting here months later thinking like, fuck that, you know, but I was the bigger person. So, you know, I didn't get to have my day in uh, internet court, as one would say. Yeah, you did a massive Gandhi. What's that? You know, Gandhi, that's the... Gandhi? Like Gandhi, Muhammad Gandhi. Gandhi, okay. Okay, Ew, that's a wow. bit of... G- Gandhi. Potato, potato, man. So I think where I live is closer to India, geographically. You know what, I'm not going to argue this. Pick your fucking battles, fan. Gandhi. Gandhi, yeah. Okay, uh, Andy Gandhi, he um he didn't he didn't like to retaliate. That's kind of like I me. mean no I gotta tell you I would I love oh, the no, idea yeah, of retaliation. Yeah, okay. I, miss, I, miss I love that. the idea of being petty. However, you like look at a situation like what's this really gonna what's this really gonna do? How good is this really gonna feel? Is it gonna solve anything? And then you decide no I'll just be the bigger person I'll do nothing. But then it's like that's why like. I remember somebody who owes me $20 from 15 years ago, and I think about that fuckhead all the fucking time because I should have done something then. But now I was the bigger person. I let that person keep that 20 bucks to kind of just like back away from the situation. But here I am, 32, thinking about that. I was like, that asshole, I was 14 fucking years old, and he owes me 20 goddamn dollars. Kyle Runyon, go fuck yourself, you know? And it's like, if I had just said my piece back, then perhaps I wouldn't be harboring this resentment. And sure, people are like, oh, you can meditate for stuff like this. You know, become at peace with it. Forgive, forget, you know, and it's like, fuck off. Like, you know, nobody's fucking perfect. That dude owes me $20. That bitch should have really, I, you know, some retribution for the fact that essentially she harassed a stranger on the internet for months with lies and just horrific emotional turmoil at random my god when i was in the middle of a somewhat stressful situation trying to manage a career trying to manage moving in with you leaving my say i mean holy shit like if 
you know, I want to embarrass her on the fucking internet. I want to publish every single fucking piece of that manifesto I received and pick it apart for the grammatical and spelling errors and the fact that I'm like, you're supposed to be a writer as a job, but I haven't done that yet because I've kept it all inside. But you know what? I've been pent up for months. I haven't been able to do stand-up comedy and I tried to be the bigger person in that situation. But what does that mean? I'm just still pissed off now. I'll probably be pissed off in 20 years about this if I don't do something about it. Kyle Runyon owes me 20 fucking dollars. This bitch should have her day in internet court. And there's another girl that I lived with who's also a cunt. And I think about her once every three months, for sure. So what do you want to talk about on this podcast today, huh? Are you sure those two Valiums worked? No. They were five milligrams, and I had asked for tramadol. And I know John Boy did the best he could for me in that scenario. But I am... I am at a limit right now. I am 100% at a limit in terms of just like general, and I know everybody is. Everybody's had it rough. Everybody's always like, remember, everybody's in the same fucking boat. But you know, I had to deal with the Mo situation, and that psychopath living in my room. I've had to deal with somehow orchestrating. It hasn't even completed yet. Somebody that I don't know packing up all of my shit in my New York apartment and then some other fuckers moving it into fucking storage and then renting the room out from here to someone who my roommate would approve of, even though, to be fair, he had approved of Mo initially, but when all that came crashing down, I lost financially. And uh, then the end of my career, you know, which is effectively over and everybody's like, oh, it's on pause, it's on pause. It's like, it's done right now, okay? Until it's not on pause, it's over, okay? And then I'm living somewhere where everybody's really nice, but I look around and I'm like, this isn't my, you know, this is my, in my home, I have a library. I have a collection of books. And here I feel like a vagrant. You know what I mean? And that's like something, you know. Meanwhile, just fucking throwing money, throwing money, spending money that I have to spend on credit cards, you know. And, you know, no stand-up comedy. And I get it, Little's violin. At least I'm not dead. But I'm like, well, if I was dead, I wouldn't have to worry about any of this shit, huh? Now that, that, that's a good... You chose some bars though. That was a slam poetry. I told rant. you to take notes about what you wanted to talk about on this podcast today because I was not going to be running it. And somehow, <laughs> yeah, no, you well me out of the way, but I'm glad it was, it was really good stuff. What the Kyle? What the Kyle Runyon? Uh, where's that twenty bucks? Can I tell you something about that fucker Kyle Runyon? Let me yeah. tell you something about that fucker Kyle Runyon. I remember he was one of my first boyfriends. I was probably not fourteen. I was sixteen. So are oh, you trying to protect someone from statutory rape right there? Absolutely. No, he was he was like 17. It was all kosher. But I remember it was like Valentine's Day. I think we dated for like a month, you know? But when you're 16, that feels like 40 years, you know? And like, he convinced me to have unprotected sex. He was the oh first person I had unprotected Boy sex with. Boy talk. Yeah, we're, this is called a callback to your fucking <laughs> bullshit you started this up with. So Kyle Runyon. So I'm like, all right. So I have unprotected sex with this dumb motherfucker. Okay, like he looked like a Runyon. You know what I mean? Like just imagine the face of somebody with the last name Runyon and that's what that guy looked like, okay? And we have the unprotected sex, fine, whatever. Within, I, I swear to God, it was it was something either with a matter of days or in a matter of a week. And people might be like, well, maybe your pussy wasn't so good. It doesn't fucking matter. I'm 16. He breaks up with me, right? Oh, no. He might have done it on Valentine's Day or we had the unprotected sex on Valentine's Day. I don't know. I don't care. It doesn't really matter. Fine. Game over. At this point, he owes me $20. 
He ignores my text messages. No lie. No lie. I tell my mommy this motherfucker owes me $20 and that he works at Tower Records. So my mommy drives down there and goes into his job and asks for Kyle running and is like, give me the $20 you owe my daughter. He does not. That's what kind of cocksucker this motherfucker is, okay? Fine. F months later, months later, a lot has gone on. I've smoked meth now at this point, you know, like I've had a summer. I've had a summer of meth, you know. It's been a lot of eye-opening experience. You know, we just... Months go by. I've, I've, I've gotten on meth. I've gotten off meth. I've had a new boyfriend who I'm also having unprotected sex with. We smoked a lot of meth together. We got off meth together, whatever. I'm working for my mom. It's just before I'm about to go to college, like weeks before I'm about to like go to college in New York City. And I'm working for my mom, like part-time reception at this old folks home she works at. And I'm sitting there like answering the phones all day and my stomach gets this horrific pain like just stabbing like like where I was like mom like I like went down on the ground and we're like fuck so we go to the fucking like hospital I was like this is insane so we go there blah 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 and you know they test for all the shit turns out chlamydia that's what happens when you have chlamydia oh, in your system right for a long time like it goes undetected for like a while now, chlamydia, and just to, as a reference, it's like a gateway STD. You know what I mean? It's the weed of STDs. It's the one, incidentally, though, the STD test, at least at this time. Um, to pee in it? I, yeah, I did have to, because they were testing for everything, right? Uh. Um, but, like, the one that's for chlamydia is also the one for gonorrhea. It's the same test. So that it's kind of like you're hoping for chlamydia, because gonorrhea is a real, that's a dirty one, you know? So get the test, turns out I have chlamydia. So I tell my boyfriend, Max, at the time, you know, the guy I'd been smoking meth with, having unprotected sex with, because I'm like, look, I mean, either you've cheated on me and you have chlamydia, or I've given you chlamydia, but the only other person I've had unprotected sex with in my whole life is this guy, Kyle Runyon, from back in February. It's like July now, right? Turns out, Max, no chlamydia. So somehow, I will never know how, even with all the unprotected sex me and Max had, I did not give him chlamydia, but Kyle Runyon gave me chlamydia. Fuck that guy. He might still have it. I don't know. I guess it was irresponsible for me to not contact him, but given that he wasn't responding to my texts about 20 bucks, I don't think he'd give a shit if he had chlamydia and was spreading it around everybody. I think he's fat now, and by God do I hope he is. 20 bucks and chlamydia. That is the worst deal. I yeah. never heard. I paid $20 to get chlamydia from a guy with the last name Runyon. Wow. <laughs> That's fucking tragic. You know? I hope Kyle Runyon doesn't talk a boy talk about you in the locker room just going, I gave that bitch chlamydia and he takes out a 20. You know, I, I would bet another $20 that that dumbass still lives in Sacramento, California doing absolutely fuck all with his life. Now, granted... Most of us are doing fuck all with our lives right now, given that we're in a lockdown, but before then and probably after. Somebody should find him. Let me know how he's doing. I bet Tell he's, me he owes me 20 goddamn dollars. And he probably smokes meth. He, smoke meth? he wasn't even cool enough no, to smoke meth. No, he wasn't meth. around and he, he didn't do the meth thing. That's sort of the funny thing about like me and money is like, and, and my best friend Luke, we're the same. Like he's like, he also, he's like, this person owes me like $35 from six years ago and I think about it twice a week. Like, you know, I just don't forget it. I don't forget it. You, on the other hand, we've talked about this. You've given people money to be nice 
and they've scammed your ass out of it. And when I hear these stories, I become irate. I become blind with rage on your behalf. Yes, I am bad with money, but also, I think there's things where I've always been really late paying people back for debts, but I've never occurred any big debt. I don't think you're bad with money. I think what's happened no, is... No, I'm bad with, yeah, I'm bad with recuperating debts. You're, you're kind, you'll, and it's weird because I not do... Not always, though. It, depend, it really depends on the person. I'm I don't know. If I, not to, well, I'm going to blow up your spot right now since like, yeah, you, you haven't brought up a topic it. yet, but apparently you fucked a girl who was fat, right? Toby. Who gives a shit? I don't oh, give a boy fuck. boy talk hardcore in yeah, here. Well, you really you know, switch sides. Yeah, so you, you fucked a fat chick who then calls you up one night. So this is only all you know is that she saw you at a show. You guys end up hooking up threesome? I don't know. Yeah, you say I don't know because you don't want to say the details, but I'm pretty sure, right? I don't know. Okay, so anyway, fat chick, weird threesome. Then one night she calls you up, tells you she has her purse stolen and needs to borrow how much money? Well, actually, I offered... A hundred. Who the see when I something like that? I can't like I can't remember who exactly what they move. Anyway, I gave her a hundred bucks. You a hundred euro. A euro. Okay, well, yeah, I don't you, care. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. We're, I'm international now, so yeah. So you give her some money, which like is a very kind. It's very kind. I I I could never imagine doing that. If I gave, I would rather. I would rather lose one of my eyes than give money to anyone I've ever slept with. <laughs> like, I can't even imagine. No. And because, like, then what's happened is she never paid you back. And then when you've asked I've about it. I've ruminated on it for quite a while, a year and a half, which too te- long. technically too long. is too long. Yeah. And then I needed the money and I asked for it back. And then she gaslit me. She gaslit you. She was like, no, I paid you when you were really drunk. Don't you remember that? But then there's no evidence at any point that this actual transaction that you guys were in the same place at the same time. So when I told you, this is similar to having the airline. I was like, I was like, look, you don't need to be nasty to this person. You just need to be very stern and be like, well, then can you explain to me, show me the evidence that you agreed to meet me at this place and at this time and whatever. And instead, she tried to turn around. If you need the money, I'll loan you the money. And I was like, God damn it. If she didn't pay you back, take the fucking money and then block her. You know, but she instead tried to turn it around. Like, you're some drunk idiot who has no idea that you got paid back. I can't stand that. So, you know, I I, I think it was both me and your friend Luke that you were living with at the time. I believe I was on speakerphone and both of us were in unison screaming at you. This bitch is lying to you. We'll get your money back for you. Who was I at to? When you were living in Luke's house in London. Oh, he yeah? was laughing at you. We were both yeah. laughing oh, yeah, at you. Yeah, yeah. And I hate to do that because I'm not trying to put no, you down. No, it's pretty funny though. <laughs> it's very funny because you're sitting here and you're like, well, I don't want it. And I'm like, yeah, this hooker the, owes you fucking money. Not a 1% uh, margin of error that, even though I'm fucking so sure, but the 1% margin of error well, so it's like, has me, then I don't know. I don't trust my own memory. Well, that's the thing. You got to trust yourself sometimes. And granted, sometimes, you know, I'm will I'm willing to look at something and be like, was I mistaken? You know, maybe Kyle Runyon wasn't the one with chlamydia. But like, if all facts are pointing to a certain thing, it's like, no, trust your instincts, blah, blah, blah. This, this bitch did you, did you over, one. So one for her. And uh, she has to live with being fat and a shitty person. So go f- fuck her. Fucker, but never speak to her again. But like, it's like the how nice you were to even lend somebody money for a story that could have been a lie from the jump. But like, what if she did f- pay me back? This—that's the thing. What if she did? I would love to see proof, and that's all I said to you. I was like, what you need to do is just say, look, 
I don't recall the scenario that you're describing. Can you show me proof? Because there's no proof on Facebook of messages exchanged. There's no proof of text messages exchanged. At the time, you had some, you know, lunatic Armenian bitch clinging to your side. We did the timeline, clinging to your side at all times. So you know, let's say if some big titty, you know, woman needed money from you, that that girl would have had some shit to say to you about it. You know, it all signs no, lead don't, to... Those things didn't match up timeline always. We, we did it. You said they did. No, just like a year to, to a year more. But, no, but s- when she said she paid you back, that's what I'm oh, saying. Oh, Not yes. when you lent the money, but wow. It, yeah. Wow, detective, you know more about this case than I ever I'm met. incredibly intelligent, and yeah. I should have been a lawyer, because you know what I'd have right now if I was a lawyer? A fucking job. But instead, I tried to do comedy, and now I'm sitting here yelling at you at 11 o'clock on a fucking Monday night, okay? That was, your, that was a really good uh, closing speech for... Um, to try and get someone under the death penalty. I mean, nobody's dying here except the people with coronavirus. So, and uh, all the black people in America. So, you know. Oh God, I forgot about that. Why you remind me? It's hard to forget about that for me because I'm from there. Do you think it's going to be okay? No, I don't think it's going to be okay. Am I your meal ticket out of there? Are you my meal ticket out of there? I mean, by proxy of marriage, yeah, you technically are. Oh my God. I know. My God. I'm the green card. Yeah, you should feel like a trophy wife now. Yeah. Although my part of the deal really went up in flames, didn't it? Like a cop car <laughs> <Yeah>. on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean. The warranty is voided on that one. You know, you, you missed out on the on the golden years of America. But Oh, God. Well, you know what? If we're going to fucking, if we're just going to watch it from afar, then, you know, I hope he, I hope he gets elected again. Why? Because if I can't have something nice, no one can. You know what the bottom line is? is it, it, like, this is going to... Who knows what this is going to sound like, you know, ultimately it would be nice if somehow the world could become a better place and perhaps through all of the the protesting and, and the, the show of hands right now, people being like enough is enough, perhaps it will. But it's like one thing I've noticed just through being on the internet recently, which is bad for my own mental health, is like people put blind faith in their political views whether or not like the politician of the of the time you know whether it's this four years or the last four years or 12 years ago actually has their best interest at heart people will be like i am this i am unbending in this belief even if you don't bring up politics people start throwing it at you and these people put their faith in it so much almost as if they think these politicians actually know who they are and give a fuck. And if you're really getting down to it, and this is my personal opinion, and you know, I don't know if it's radical or whatever the fuck, but it's like at the end of the day, every single person on this earth is pushing their own goddamn agenda. And maybe there are some people who care more about the masses than others, but maybe there aren't. And until a politician looks at me and goes, I actually don't give a fuck about you. I give a fuck about these particular things I want to push. And maybe they work for you. Then maybe I could believe that a system, a political system will actually work and help for the greater good of all. Do I see that happening now? No. Call me a pessimist. I don't know. But I'm hoping for the best. I'm hoping for the fucking best. Valium suits you. (laughs) You should just take Valium every day and become a politician. I don't want to be a politician. I don't want to be in charge of that many people. No, but you just make speeches. Don't actually do anything. That's, that's what they true. do. That is what they just, do. Just make speeches. I mean, it's like, it, it is overwhelming to think that you, you have these political parties that like, again, by, by no means am I going to even say that I am like well-versed in politics and law or whatever. 
but like you look at it and you're like all of these adult people can't somehow work something out if they truly want what's best for as many people as possible being like all right this isn't exactly how i wanted this but i can come to this kind of compromise and work it out i don't think that's ever happened Maybe I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, you know, write me a scathing fucking email calling me like a Trump-hating snowflake or whatever the fuck. I was on an internet. I started, you saw a couple weeks ago. I didn't think that was a good idea at all. You didn't think that was a good idea, but I thought it was a perfectly fine idea. And I'll tell you why. Some dipshit that I did a show with one time wrote just this totally insipid thing, as, as people are doing on the internet these days. Just like, here's my opinion, and it's in all caps. And I was like, all right, whatever. But the part that, the part that really got to me was he was like, I can't believe Prada and Gucci were looted. My God. And the only thing missing from those looters was a bullet in each of their heads. And I was like, wow. So that means that the punishment for stealing a designer pair of sunglasses should be murder, like death. And I was like, this man is clearly unwell. I should just move on. But instead, I did not because I was in a mood and I felt like egging him on. So I was just like, you know, seeing that he was a God-fearing individual, I was just like, I had the wrong impression of you when I worked with you on this show in New Jersey that one time. My mistake. I thought you were a different kind of person. And, uh, you know... I think at the end of your life, when your God is looking down on these things, you know, you might be fucked. I don't think I exactly said it like that, but lost his mind. Everybody lost their mind. They're like, oh, you better commit suicide, blah, blah, oh, blah. Lord. You Trump. Yeah, no, they were like, four years, you fucking bitch. You close your mouth. The only thing it's good for is sucking dick. And then I, of course, was like, well, I'd suck yours, but I couldn't find it. And then you get no response because they're like, my penis is so small. What did a Trump burst? Yeah, and it's like, the thing is, is like at the end of the day, I didn't mention politics once. That's the thing. I did not say one goddamn word about Trump or politics or, or even a view. All I, all I did was state that I was surprised that he felt murder was an appropriate response to stealing and that perhaps with that attitude, God might look at that and go, hey, man, not cool. You know? I mean, I'm... Yeah, God. His God, his not Italian, mine. His Italian God. Yeah, and everybody his lost spaghetti their God. I mean, I would say the best insult was when the lady told me to shut up and go suck on a lemon. And I was like, all right, whose grandma are you? <laughs> but like, it, it was just incredible to me because I'm like, I have not said one thing about being liberal or this or that and the other. And you're all telling me to go fucking kill myself and suck dicks and shit. Losing their mind. And these are like middle-aged people. And you're just sort of sitting there and you're like... How it's so utterly divided without any wiggle room for compromise on both sides, in my opinion. It's like, I'm supposed to put my trust in a system and people in charge who are literally the just same versions of that. I'm like, I would like it to change. My hope is that it change. It changes, you know, for the better. Will, will it? I don't fucking know, you know, but what a goddamn nightmare, you know? There's not enough Valium in the world to make that shit okay, but here we are. Oh no, keep fighting, both sides, keep fighting. In the dead of night, China takes over. Um, I'm ahead of the game, I'm already learning Mandarin when you go to sleep. You know what I mean? No, that's not what you're doing. I can tell you exactly what you're doing when, when I'm sleeping. You're at work, because I go to bed when you go to work. And while you are sleeping, you are sweating. That's what you're doing. Do you I've got a gland problem. It, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But you woke up half asleep in the middle of the night the other night, and you called yourself a wet banana. I was so wet. <laughs> I was talking. I don't know. I don't want to look into it too much. I'm afraid that it might be something 
I've been getting I've it for been, years. It's I've been, been for years. I've been getting it, it for years. I'm done. I'm done telling you what my theory is because I've said it so many times. Do you think and you don't do you seem think to believe it's, me? I, I'm in sleep and then in my late slumber, I'm actually, you know, running away from this marriage, ruminating <laughs> on the day's social media, and it's making me break out in chill sweats because I'm, I'm so upset about what's going on right now in the world. I don't think you're that upset. Me? No, I'm trying to... No, I'm bothered by it a bit. But you know what I mean. What are you meant to do, like? I don't know what you're meant to do, man. Keep on fucking chugging away at work. Call call, call it out. You gotta call it out. Yeah. So I guess the I'm next... Only, yeah, I'm only calling out racism, though. I'm not calling out boy talk. I don't give a fuck about sexism. I think it's hilarious. Hmm. You know what I mean? Once it's not to no. anyone's face... Once they went somewhere across the street. I mean, it's street. literally the same problem. I mean, racism is sexism. If you're not saying something, you're like, no, I'm just not gonna. I'm just gonna let him say it, and then. Oh I'm yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. On a building I mean, site. Yeah, let look. I'm not gonna pretend like I've been on a building site. I'm not gonna pretend like I know what goes on. I have an idea of the of the people with a. No, no, I was about to make a horrible generalization that everyone on a building site is not smart, which I'm not gonna say that's true. That's that was not a nice thing for me to do, but I mean. Just the just the idea, just again the the camaraderie around something so dumb, whether it's women or it's men, you know, it's always just so like, oh Christ, you know. I think it's funny. I think it's funny when we were like, oh yeah, tits, oh yeah, fucking vagina, yeah, yeah, because they talk like that here, you know, like fucking yeah, yeah the yeah, accents I wanna, are funny. I wanna have intercourse with that fucking lady, yeah, I wanna date her for a while, and then maybe ask ask her for her hand in marriage. And you know, spend life with her. Sometimes, sometimes the sexism is actually quite sweet with a happy ending. Mm. That's what I thought first time I saw you. <laughs> you came around the corner. I was like, "Hey, look at that nice pair of tits. Are they attached to a, a lady?" Nobody's ever said that about my tits. I just look at the tits, tits Are and ass, tits and ass, tits and ass coming through. Let's have a look at the face. I got tits and ass coming through. Bit of pussy, and then I look up and go, "Oh." And a face and a, uh, and a human behind it. But that's my last thought. My last thought is human behind it. Boy talk. So what, you think You think women are just like balloon animals that have like, you know, like tits and pussy and then... Tits, pussy and fucking complaints. Yeah, well, fair. Joking, this is humor. This, I know. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm experimenting, I'm getting more edgy. Yeah, what a time to get edgy. I'm getting edgy. When everyone else is getting censored, I'm getting edgier. Nobody's getting censored. Why should... I don't think anybody should be censored. I think comedy's going to be different when we go back. Yeah, probably. Everything's going to be different when we go back. Can't do... You know that... My closing bit where I put that lampshade on my head and I go on stage and I hit the gong. Probably can't do that anymore. Wow, too bad. You don't get to do all that hacky material anymore. What a shame. The world. What a loss. Yeah. Duh. No more racism jokes. I'm going to have to lean hard on the sexist material. Well, so then you'll just be like another one of like 500 male comics. I've actually been thinking about material, my material. Oh, yeah. that's a first. I've been thinking about it and I'm like, I have about seven jokes. In five years, I have seven jokes, I yeah. think. And I think three and a half of them work. For sure, yeah. as actual functioning jokes. You know, it's funny. I actually think you're being generous um, with those numbers. <laughs> yeah, but when we go back, it's going to all be different. I'm going to 
I'm going to start writing really light. I'm going actually going to be a political comedian. I decided. What so, a nightmare! Yeah, I'm going to be like a John Oliver. Mm. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to get glasses. Are you going to have a pencil dick? Is your dick going to change shape? Then? No, but I will have a pencil in my pocket. Mm. And I'll do that thing. You know, so you can stab yourself with when, it. At when the you're end on of your stage set? and you do a joke. And then you go, and no one laughs, and you go, well, crossed out off the list, and you take out your mm. pencil and pad, and you do a... Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> never seen anybody do that. you never seen... What? That's a fuck... It, it, it's sarcasm. Oh. Jesus shit. Christ. I was like, if, we, uh, if we're doing comedy in New York, and you've never seen that, I was going to make a note going, open with that, if ever, in the States. The States. I don't... I mean, what is there to go back to in the New York comedy scene? I don't know, I don't why, know I'm why I'm asking you. Yeah, what are you asking me for? I'm not really asking you. It was more of a rhetorical question. It's like, I look at it now, being on the outs of it, outside of it and looking in, I'm like, oh, this was never, you know, any, I don't know, maybe I'm, I don't even want to talk about it. I'll just put it this way. I don't, there, I don't see a lot left for me personally there in terms of like a day-to-day so thanks for being my meal ticket out of there. I mean, you you struck gold, a pot of gold, a pot of Irish gold yeah, at the I'm end making, of a rainbow and a leprechaun. Yeah, I'm making fucking joke. Like, I'm back in joke writing mode. Is that what that was? Yeah, mm-hmm. I've uh, I had a new bit. Disappointing. I had a new bit I was gonna work on actually. Oh no, we yeah. were doing another one of these fucking uh, fucking surprise fucking workshop. No, it was a bit. I wrote it. I wrote it when I was asleep last night. You know, you you just. I see the list of things wrote, that you wanted to talk about, <laughs> and then I saw you turn the page to a blank page, which means I don't know. none I of this, this is I wrote working. this last night when I had a sleepy Valium time. The most annoying orientation. Oh wait, so it's called the joke's called bisexual. That's the most annoying orientation. Orientation. Uh, the delivery on this isn't great. I'll start again. I'll start again. Hey, oh, uh, hey, uh, it's good to be good to be back. What, what about that virus? <laughs> Where's your masks? <laughs> Only joking. Uh, we survived it. Uh, you know, uh, Black Lives Matter. Uh, okay, jokes, 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 jokes. Bisexual. <laughs> the most annoying orientation. Like everyone is bisexual when push comes to shove. You know, like in prison. kind of like uh, I guess it's kind of a prison rape joke it's probably not the best I don't I don't think it's good yeah it's probably not words fail me with how disappointed I am in whatever the fuck that just was I don't even know what to say because you know what I live with you I'm around you more than I'm around any other person and the most alarming thing about this is that you're actually funny and then whatever the fuck that was I don't even know what that was I'm not even trying to be mean you know I, I love you which is why I'm being honest what what does that even mean? Why are you even telling some? Don't say that out loud. You, you actually, that was even funnier. He, he just opened up a note and it said, hey, Jeff, I need a job. That's not even a joke, but that's funnier than whatever the fuck it is you just said to me. <laughs> like, that at least brought a smile to my face. Hey, Jeff, I need a job. And uh, the joke's called, I studied massage. It was about two weeks ago when the Jeffrey Epstein documentary came out and the joke was like hey I, hey hey jeff i need a job God. <laughs> you know i was writing jokes for stuff that's not going to be topical and these at aren't all. jokes what you're writing i don't no, know what you're writing like, you're just kind of like sentences diary. Kind of like sentences I, I feel like a broken record actually god what, what were we watching the other night we were watching 
one of the John Mulaney specials. Oh, that's funny. And I was explaining. I think. I think. I. I hope to God my point about you, and and or how I see your humor, finally got across that night because I was like, look, John Mulaney is on stage and he is telling you a story based on something that happened to him. But he uses that to then go delve into the weirdness of his own imagination and mind, right? Mm-hmm. I can't remember what the fucking bit was, but he does it all the time. Where he's like, he springboards from a particular situation that he's in into an imaginative thing he thought of. Which is basically what you do, except you don't utilize the reality at first. You just get up there and you go... You make up just some something out of nowhere that's not even true when you could so easily relate it to the very real thing that made you think of that in the first place. I'm not a joke I'm talking about. Should I do it? The Mulaney joke? Not in my joke. If you say the fucking magi- I won't. I refuse to hear the magician joke ever again. I promise. Comedy, I, comedy is pretty. Uh, comedy is pretty tough. I swear to God, I'm telling uh, you this right now. Thinking about get, getting into magic. Fucking, it. you know you've done this on this podcast already. Yeah, but every. Nobody wants to hear it again. I have a different... If I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, shoot me dead right now. If I'm wrong, I swear to God, I better have my DMs filled up with people telling me that I am a fucking bitch and this is the best joke that's been written in 2020. I have a a different ending. Is it so many dead doves? Yeah. Okay. Well, they still do it. We've also talked about that. No, please don't do it. Just listen to me. (laughs) Just listen to me moving forward. But, like, nobody wants to hear this. Nobody wants to hear this. We had this conversation before. No one wants to hear my comedy. I said no one wants to hear no, this conversation. You said, you said what you said. You're not gonna twist this around just because I'm I'm dopey from taking two Valium so I could calm down in a very stressful life situation for me. What other notes do you have here? Did John Funyan really just not give you back the twenty bucks? Because maybe you just his name was Kyle Runyon, not John <laughs> Funyan. I don't know who the fuck that is. That, that sounds like who's someone who goes missing in a bag of Funyuns. You know what? John, a bag of I'm onion rings. Real, Monion, right? Let's see. What do we have here? Your second... Okay. On your notes. Valium, ketamine, drought. Just ketamine, drought. Correct. Calling out shit. You brought that up. My sexist boss. Okay. You brought that up. Racism, racism in the, in the elevator. elevator work. You know, you've told me the story. It's not that good. No <laughs> point in talking about it. Uh, we almost quit. That's fair. That's a pretty much a once a week thing. And then the last thing. Comedy has changed in censorship. We've touched upon that, but we can't actually say comedy has changed because comedy hasn't returned yet. It has returned for some people. I'm aware of that. And, and the envy some, yeah, is... I don't like is, people flaunting it at all. It's very, very upsetting. Kyle Legacy is yeah. who you're talking about specifically. Yeah. Don't worry, I told him to Kyle Runyon. No. Kyle's a bit of a fucking dickhead name. Yeah. Fucking asshole. So, <laughs> love you, Kyle. Um... But yeah, it, on that note, apparently I'm doing a show here, June twenty oh, second. Yeah, yeah. So if you want, if you are in Melbourne, Australia, and you would like to see me do whatever the fuck my version of stand up comedy is now, which, hey, it might just be ten minutes of crying. My God, got a lot of pent up emotions. You can you can like DM the podcast at This American Irish Life podcast and put those details up. Um, you want to shout out the the. F- Three fucking people who give a fuck about us on Patreon. Yeah, we got uh, I got this kid, fresh faced kid. Mm-hmm. I think he's Jewish or Greek. One of those two, or both of those things. I don't know how you know. He's that, Australian. But okay. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He, right. he looks Jewish or Greek. That. How about that? God damn it! How about All right. that? How about that? No, but sure. 
No, it's all white, 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 and you know, okay. Uh, Adam Elori, I think he's from, he's from Melbourne. He's from Melbourne. We'll see him soon. Um, my good mate Damo, who uh, used, I guess he used to be a racist. He's not anymore though. Mm. That's good. See, ooh, this we're moving forward. Progress. People are ch- progress. Mm-hmm. So he's not racist anymore, and he's uh, he's a, he's a great he's a chef actually. He's a um, he's a great lad. Love Damo mm-hmm. and uh, Noiler. Me man, me man, me uh, me man Noiler. Yeah, pretty much my favorite person in yeah, Australia. Yeah. So you know. Yeah. Shout out, big big time. Yeah, fucking legend. And uh, yeah, you know what we we've decided. Just an FYI, we might as well just say it. We're not gonna do. I mean, we'll do a once a month video on the page, but uh, we're just sick. It's like, who the fuck wa- watches that? But what we will do. It's because no one filthy and I don't care. And we're going to put out. face is dirty and shit. Yeah. We're, um, bonus, s- smaller episodes. Yeah, yeah. We're going to work. We're going to get more familiar. I got to pull my weight. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's got to pull his weight because he wants me to stop beating him. And the only way to. <laughs> but smaller bonus episodes during the week. Just, just short tidbits. You know? She beats me and she goes, give me my 20, Runyon. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you want about? You took too many Valiums. And then he comes. And that's <laughs> it. And it's really just everybody has a good time. So um, if you want that extra bonus material, it will be on our Patreon. Small episodes. Very fun. Maybe a video episode once a month. That's real boy talk. Yeah. Real boy talk. It will be fun. And if you just want to help out, again, hello, $3. I mean, Christ. I am given so much money. I have given so much money that I do not have to help black trans people, to help uh, bail money and for the people getting arrested in New York. And I don't have any fucking money. So if I don't have any money and you don't have any money, you probably could give me some money because I'm giving away money I don't have. You know, I'm giving away our money. Don't, I know you just found that out, but just, we can talk about it later. But if you can't do that, at least for the love of God, follow us on the fucking internet. Because if I am not clinging to internet validation right now to keep me from suicide, then by God, I have nothing else. So my Instagram is ew, E-W, girl, you nasty. What is yours? Uh, Mark's okay. It's still Mark's okay. Still, yeah, I might change it soon. And uh, Facebook uh, is my name. Yeah, because you know, I guess people still use it. I don't know. Um, oh, but believe me, if you wanna if you wanna ruin your day, your Facebook feed. That's where that's where that's where the shit is. Yeah, that's where the good shit is. Yeah, yeah, that good shit that's gonna make you feel like you just wanna die. Get yeah. on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. And uh, you know, until next time. All right. Goodbye. Good night.